Have you ever lost your peace, your joy, or hours, or days, or weeks to worry? Let's talk about how to stop worrying, how to cut back on worrying, and enjoy your life more. Welcome to Limitless. Welcome to the Limitless Podcast. So glad that you are here. My name is Alex. I put this podcast together because I believe you are limitless. And I also believe that most of the obstacles we face are in our own minds. And I want to help you break through your self-imposed limits. We do it with real world practical application. I want to give you something every episode you can apply right away to improve your life, break through limits, enjoy life more, more success, better relationships, better finances, just enjoying this thing we call life. Today, we're talking about something that really limits our enjoyment of life, worry. How can we stop worrying? Worry is a huge challenge. It leads to depression and anxiety. These all live in the same boat. Worry is a beast and it can feel like you're not in control. Your thoughts start racing. You think about things that might happen. That's what worry is. You're thinking about events and the future, things that might happen. You're thinking about them in a negative way. These are things that haven't happened yet. How many times have you worried about something that turned out way better than you thought or didn't go as poorly as you thought? Recently, I was talking to a friend who had to break the news to another friend about something that they were changing and they dreaded it, dreaded it. Went weeks and weeks of worry and stress and anxiety and then they finally got up the courage and boldness to tell the person, and it was a piece of cake, all that worry and stress for nothing. Have you ever been in that situation? Years ago, my oldest son built his own computer. I believe he was 13 years old, saved up his money, bought all the components, put it together. He wanted a really awesome gaming machine, built it. It was awesome. Dad helped with a little bit of cash. Then I had to make a really tough decision, which was that the, his computer had to stay in the living room. I got some advice from a, another friend who had older kids. I said, don't let him have that computer in his room. He's too young with the door shut. There's just too many temptations. And I happened to agree with this, but I knew he wasn't going to be happy. If I told him that this awesome gaming machine that he put his money and hard work into had to stay somewhere in the house where it was visible. I didn't want to watch him, didn't want to keep tabs on him all the time, but he couldn't just go in his room and stay locked for hours with the door shut. It needed to be in a common space. I dreaded telling him this. I thought he was going to flip out. I thought he was going to get angry. And for a couple weeks, I worried, anxiety, stress. And then I finally sat down and told him, I told him the why. I started with the why it needed to happen and explained it to him. And it was clear from the time I started telling him and the reasons why that he was okay with it. It wasn't his favorite thing in the world, but he was okay with it. He didn't get mad. He didn't get upset. All that worry and stress for nothing. Listen, I know how powerful worry can be in a negative way in your life. I have been the champion of worry. Vacations I've lost. Worrying about dentist trips, worrying about situations that never happened, worrying about finances, worrying about family members. Worry is a beast. 
when it's natural. So how can we cope with it? Because it can feel out of control. But how many times have you lost your joy and peace because of, because of worry? I can recall having a vacation. This was in the early 2000s. The Harvard Business Review has done studies on burnout and stress in the workplace. And they found that vacations work one of two ways for people. Number one, they alleviate stress and burnout because people go on vacation, they detox, they, they recharge, they get away from work, they unplug, and they come back refreshed and grateful. And then the second way vacations work is they work against you. They actually are more negative than positive for a lot of people. More than 50% of American workers who take a vacation come back worse than when they left because they work on vacation, they think about work, they worry about work, they stress about it, and they don't unplug or enjoy their vacation. I was that person. I can recall a vacation in the early 2000s. I always took my kids' spring break off. I took the whole week off. And I remember the first few days of that vacation were fine, stress-free. Then it got to Wednesday and Thursday, and I started to think about work and going back, and I had dread and anxiety and worry. By Friday, I was a train wreck. 50% of my vacation, which should have been enjoying my children, detoxifying, recharging, unplugging, enjoying life, was spent worrying. Now, maybe you're in the same situation where you have a lot of worry in your life, where you have times of worry, that steals your joy and time and your peace, steals hours or days or even weeks. Maybe it just happens once in a while. Or maybe you're already really good at it. Maybe what I'm going to show you today or talk about today will help you even just a little bit. Or maybe you're in my situation that I was in and you needed some ways to cope with worry because it was a beast. It was the captain of the ship you weren't controlling and it felt like it was out of control. And listen, I still worry about things. But now I have some coping mechanisms. It's a hundred times better because let's face it. The reality is worry does you no good. There is not one time when you worried that it actually helped you. There is not one time when you worried that it actually helped the outcome. Worry never helps. It always hurts. And I no longer let worry control the situation. Sure, it comes up, but now I've got this coping mechanism it no longer takes the wheel. Even the Bible says no one can add one single minute to their life by worrying. And again, worry can only have negative effects and it leads down the road of depression, anxiety. But today I want to teach you how I deal with worry now because it doesn't have to hold you back. It still kicks in. I still feel it, but now I know what to do with it. So here are the steps I have to cut back on worrying, to stop worrying, to stop worry in its tracks. Number one, you have to want to stop it. You have to have desire, and then you have to put forth the effort that I'm about to show you today. That is the first step. And it's a sad fact that many people find comfort in worry. They become a worrier. They even describe themselves, well, I'm a worry ward. I worry a lot. They give themselves that identity. Some people do not want to change. Today, I need you to put your foot down and say, I have this desire. I want to change this. I want to get better. I want to stop worrying. Again, maybe it doesn't happen to you that often, but when it does, 
it leads to some anxiety and stress and a lack of peace and a loss of enjoyment. Maybe it happens to you all the time. So the first step is you have to have a desire to change it. The second, or part of one, part of the first step is now you got to put forth the effort. You got to commit to put forth the effort because this doesn't happen overnight. I worry, there's times I worry and it's going to change tomorrow. That can happen. But more than likely, this is going to take effort, practice, perseverance, dedication. So do you have the desire to change it? Then are you willing to put forth the effort? Because when you say it's out of control, there's nothing I can do about it. You are giving away all your power. I am here to tell you today, I am proof. When you have the desire to change it, which I did, and you put forth the effort over time, you will worry less. And when you have worry, you will know how to deal with this. So that's the first step. Step number two, we have to change the story we tell ourselves. Again, this is going to take practice, desire, effort, perseverance. We have to change the story we tell ourselves because when we worry, we tell ourselves a story. Something bad is going to happen. People are talking about me. Bad things always happen to me. I'm dreading work. When I go back, it's going to be hell. I don't like it. I'm miserable. We tell ourselves this story. It starts spinning and our subconscious mind takes a hold of it. Our subconscious mind wants to take the story we tell it. It believes it and it wants to put it all over the pages. It wants to broadcast it in our mind to all of our senses. This is why depression and anxiety is so prevalent and why it takes over. We let it because we tell our subconscious mind to take control. And that's what we want. And I know it's not really what we want, but it's happened to me in the past. We start to think bad things are going to happen. We start to have dread. We start to worry. Here's what I've done to change the story in my mind. When I start to feel the worry kick in, first off, it takes less energy. This is where the effort comes in. It takes less energy to actually think about the positive outcome. So I use gratitude always. There's always something to be grateful for in almost every situation. So when you start to have worry, we usually play out scenarios. We play out the negative scenario. The first step in the effort is every time you start playing out a negative scenario, play out the positive scenario in your head, even if you don't believe it because your subconscious mind does. So every time you have negative thoughts, well, what if this happens? Let's say you're going for a job interview. Ah, these don't work out good for me. What if I don't get the job? I really want this job. What if they don't like me? Okay, you just told yourself that story. Now flip the script. Even if you don't believe it, trust me, your subconscious mind does. You know, what if they do like me? What if this turns out great? What if I really like the people in the interview? What if they turn out to be my boss? What if that turns out better than expected? What if I meet some amazing people? What if this leads to some breakthroughs in my life? So we switch the what if story to a positive story. It takes less energy and effort to do that than to dwell on the worry. Well, Alex, it's not that simple. It is. Again, you don't have to believe it. We just have to get in the habit. This is where the effort and desire comes in, the perseverance, the practice of flipping the script. So here's what I do. Recently, I was up against a scenario that was a 50-50 proposition. It might not go well. And I had some worry and some trepidation and some anxiety about it. And the story in my head said, oh, what if this doesn't work out? And immediately I flipped the script. What if it does work out? And what if it doesn't work out and that's for the best? Or what if it does work out and it's even better than I imagined? And then I end with this. Something good will happen. 
See, years ago, I started using this. I started putting forth the effort. I was a worrier. I had anxiety. I had stress. The worry didn't help any of those. It never helped. It stole my joy. It stole days. It stole hours. It stole happiness. It stole my time. So I started flipping the script. What if it doesn't work out? Okay, there's the worry. And then I blanket that with what if it does? And what are the good things that'll happen? And then I always end it with this statement. Something good will happen. This became a habit. And over time, my subconscious mind really let that sink in. Something good will happen. And even when I had worry, it started to get less over time because I would tell myself something good will happen. You know what? Something good did happen and it started to happen over and over. And I started to see the bright side because we see what we look for. We always see what we look for. Something good will happen. Now, this habit has been ingrained over years. This has taken time. My worry has gotten better and better. This simple step will start to turn the tide against worry. When you have the worried thoughts, the negativity, blanket that with the opposite positive statements and then tell yourself something good will happen. Something good will happen. This has become such a habit that even when other people worry and I talk to people, I say it to them, you know, something good will happen. Something good will happen. It's a warm blanket and it's true. Something good will happen. Keep telling yourself that. Okay, so that's the second step. So a desire and effort. Do you really want to change this? Are you willing to put forth the effort? This is not an overnight proposition. Alex, I tried it for a week. It didn't work. I'm still worrying. I still have anxiety. No, this has got to be a lifestyle change, a habit. Then we start to change the story we tell ourselves. We have worry and negative thoughts. We start to replace those with positive thoughts. Even if we don't believe them, we got to create a habit here and then end it with something good will happen. And maybe you need to change that phrase to something that's your words. That's fine. I have an, a friend, I'll call him an associate. He says, everything's going to be all right. Everything is going to be all right. Even when he has worry and stress, he ends it with everything's going to be all right. And now he believes that everything will work out. We can tell our subconscious that we can start to change our thoughts. They're pliable. They're like clay. So that's the second step, the story we tell ourselves. And number three is when you do have something stressful coming up that you are worried about, you're putting forth the effort, you're changing the story you tell yourself, then compartmentalize it. Let me give you an example of compartmentalizing something upcoming that's stressful. I dread the dentist. My dentist is awesome, but I went through a terrible dentist about 15 years ago. Chop shop, terrible. They made some big mistakes. I actually got an insurance settlement out of it. It wasn't big, but it had me mortified of the dentist. Mortified. Then I found a great dentist close to my home. She's amazing. And when I go in for a cleaning, zero worry now. It's over time. I've seen it's, it's a piece of cake. But because of some neglect in those few years, there was a time period when I needed some dental work, a crown, cavities. And I could tell you, when I knew I had to have that crown two weeks from now, there was no way I was going to stress and get anxious about it for two weeks and lose two weeks of my life thinking about it all the time, waking up in the middle of the night. Did I dread it? Yes. Did I want to get it done? No. So I compartmentalized it. I told myself it was okay to be anxious about it. It was okay to worry about it, but not until that day. Between now and that day, I wasn't going to think about it one bit. I compartmentalized it. I pushed it off. And I've trained my brain 
to compartmentalize things. If something uncomfortable is coming up, something that might create anxiety or worry, if I can compartmentalize it, I will. I'll push it off. If I have a meeting coming up that could be contentious, it's coming up a month from now. I'm not going to dwell on it for a month. I'm going to compartmentalize it. I'm going to push it out and say, I'm not going to think about it till that morning. Now, if I need to prepare, I'm going to prepare ahead of time. If I have to deal with difficult people, I'm going to compartmentalize it. This one little change of compartmentalizing things I'm stressed about, pushing them off, it's not avoidance because they're going to happen. It's allowed me to enjoy life so much more. It's allowed me to cope with things and stop worrying so much. It's reduced anxiety greatly. It's reduced stress immensely. It's allowed me to keep moving. You know what it's done? It's made me realize that the event coming up is really not that big of a deal and I can attack it. It's given me more more boldness, more courage, more confidence, less stress. And I handle these situations better. And now I can actually think about them before they come up without stress and worry because I tell myself, it's okay to be anxious about it. It's okay to worry about it, but not until that moment. And I actually end up not worrying about it. It reduces it greatly. Listen, worry is a huge challenge. I know, but we can change it if you want to. So that's where it starts. Do you have the desire to stop worrying and stop anxiety? Then it's time to put forth the effort. This is going to take some time. Will it take a week? Maybe. Will it take years? Yes. Make it a lifestyle so that you change. Because if you worry, if you have stress and anxiety, you probably had it a lot of your life. So let's start to change the story. We tell ourselves, come up with a statement, mine, and you can take it if you want it or come up with your own. Remember to flip the script when something negative comes up, replace it with positive. It's just as easy to do. It's not that easy, Alex. Yes, it is. If I can do it, you can do it. Your brain believes it and then end with your own statement or take mine. Something good will happen. And then finally, start to compartmentalize it. Learn to compartmentalize things and push them off I picture a calendar in my head. Okay, I've got a dentist appointment two weeks from now. Oh, it might be painful. I'm going to have stress. I'm going to have dread. Okay, I'll worry about it that Monday morning. Not for the next two weeks. I actually put a calendar in my head. I'm looking at it and I compartmentalize it. My friends, do this and you will start to reduce worry and anxiety greatly. You'll enjoy life more. Application today. Number one, do you have the desire? to start to change anxiety and worry in your life, even small ones, then let's start putting forth the effort. Number two, change the story you tell yourself. We control that story. And number three, when something difficult, stressful, worrisome, something that could cause anxiety is on the horizon, compartmentalize it, push it off. Tell yourself it's okay to be stressed about it, but not now. You're not going to lose sleep. You're not going to lose hours. You're not going to lose joy. You're going to push it out until a further day, you're going to compartmentalize it. My friends, use these techniques, put forth the effort, the perseverance, and you will reduce worry. You'll enjoy life more. You'll break through limits and that will make you limitless. 